Many are getting weak. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer. In this end time, through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa. Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okronipa Ministries in Accra. Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servants. And now, today's message. Mark chapter 1, verse number 9. The Bible says that, and it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and he was baptized by John in the Jordan. Verse 10. And immediately coming up from the water, he saw the heavens parting. That means opening. Huh? The, the NIV says that. And he saw the heaven being torn open. And the spirits descending on him like a dove. Descending upon him like a dove. And he said, a voice came from heaven. He said, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. From here we establish that there can be an opening of the heavens. There can be an opening of the heavens. In this season, what we need are constant open heavens. Hallelujah. Amen. We are going to lift up our voice and we are praying, Father, open up my heavens. Amen. Open up my financial heavens. Amen. Open up my spiritual heavens. Open up my heavens in every area of my life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Open up the heavens over this church. Let us experience the flow of the Spirit like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voice. Begin to pray for open heavens right now. Pray for open heavens. Pray for open heavens. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your right hand. See, Father, Father, I declare, I declare, my mind is open, my mind is open, and my mind is ready, my mind is to, ready receive to receive with humility, with humility your, word your word that can touch my life, that can, touch that my can life, bring change can bring into change my situation. I'll be blessed by your word. I'll be, blessed I'll be empowered by your word. And I declare, I said, I declare, I declare, my life, my life will never be the same again. The same. In the name of Jesus Christ, somebody shout a big amen. Oh, I say, give God a shout of praise. Hallelujah. We give God all the praise. Somebody say, open heavens. Hallelujah. God bless you. Let's appreciate the choir. Amen and amen. Kindly take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody say, open heavens. 
Somebody declare open heavens. Whenever there is a season of challenge, especially in the area of finances or economic situations, what you need to answer your situation are open heavens. What you need to answer and to bring about change in your life are open heavens. When open heavens come, there is a change of situation. There is a change of situation. Glory to Jesus Christ. Somebody say open heavens. Somebody say open heavens. Open your Bibles quickly with me to the book of Second Kings. Second Kings chapter number 6. Second Kings chapter number 6. I'm reading from the verse number 24. The Bible says that, and it happened after this, that Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, gathered all his army, and he went up and besieged Samaria. And there was great famine in Samaria. Indeed, they besieged it until a donkey's head was sold for 80 shekels of silver, and one fourth of a cup of dove droppings for five shekels of silver. So it was a time of famine, a time of hunger. And if you study the background of this story, you realize that this famine is not from nature. This famine is not from drought. This was caused as a result of the political climate. Uh, the king of Syria had come to surround, surround uh, Samaria and was preventing going out or coming in. So businesses were down. Things had become difficult. Things which were were once cheap and were now being sold at an exorbitant price. And these are all pictures of a closed heaven. These are all pictures of a closed heaven. When your heavens are closed, hardships and difficulties come your way. I pray against any closed heavens concerning your life. May your heavens be open in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, as the king of Syria was uh, the king of Israel was passing by on the wall, a woman cried out to him, saying, Help my God. And the king said, If the Lord does not help you, where can I find help for? for well, for, for you, from the threshing floor or from the wine press. Then the king said, what is troubling thee? And the woman goes ahead to narrate a situation, a very bizarre and sad situation, where she and another friend of hers had agreed that, hey, because of the closed heavens, because of the hardship that we are going through, let us come, let us, let, let, let us, let us uh, go, let us uh, come to a deal. Today, we'll bore my child and we'll eat the child very well until we are satisfied and then tomorrow my god and uh, this is very serious you see when hardships come people can enter can make the worst of decisions people can do things that they never thought they would ever do who had, who would have ever thought that a mother would be open to even a discussion concerning the eating or the cooking of a child but you see when your heavens are closed madness sets in when your heavens are closed all the wrong if you are not careful you make all the wrong decisions in every area of your life concerning your business concerning your love life concerning your finances concerning uh, your, your your ministry listen to me it, it's very serious when the heavens are closed you even have men of god who start preaching because of money you have children of god who 
will be doing that, who will be lying in the name of the Lord just for the sake of money. You see, the decisions go wrong. Think people do the unthinkable. And that was what the, that was the situation that was going on over here. Even though there was no drought, because somebody would have thought that when we talk about close heavens, it means that there are no rain. Here it was raining and yet you were suffering. So close heavens is not just about a closing of the fiscal heavens where there's no rain, but being in a tight situation so much so that things are not going as they should. As they should. In Ghana, there's no drought. We are experiencing rains and yet our heavens are closed. Do you understand me? Because for most Ghanaians, the heavens are abrutry. That is why we import about 80% of everything. If we import them, every good gift comes from heaven. Uh, China, India, America, Japan, Europe. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, the close heavens is a, a, a place where you get into a state where nothing is working. Econom- economically, adversity are certain difficulties, trying times, troubling moments. And here they were. They were even discussing their children. I don't know how big their stomach is for them to kill one child and be able to consume all the meat in one day. Uh, glory to Jesus. And then wait for the second child. Isn't it even stupid? So, uh, in two days, we'll complete our children. What will we eat on the third day? <laughs> but we close heavens. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. Some of us, we look at the money that we have in our hands and before we realize all the money is gone. How did it happen? Nothing makes sense when your heavens are closed. Nothing makes sense. You are working very hard and yet still nothing seems to be balancing. You are putting in all your effort and yet nothing seems to be working. These are the pictures of a closed heaven. These are the evidences of a closed heaven. It is not that you are a lazy person, but when your heavens are closed, all your efforts seem null and void. All your efforts do not yield much. I'll show you more pictures of our close heaven very soon. For you to understand that in such times, in such trying moments, what you need are open heavens. And tonight the Lord sent me with a prophetic word to speak into your life that let your heavens open up. Let your heavens open up. Let your heavens open up. That king said, how can I help you? How can I help? The Bible says, after the king heard this, he was weeping and crying. And instead of crying out to God, now he decided to go after the man of God. The Bible says, ah, and he, uh, let me read from the verse number 30. Now it happened when the king heard the words of the woman that he tore his clothes and as he passed by on the wall, the people looked and there underneath he had sackcloth on his body. Even the thing touched the king. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. He had sackcloth under his body. The thing was so severe that even the king was going through challenges. He was fasting. He had put sackcloth under his body, under his royal garments. The Bible said, then he said, God do so to me and more also if the head of Elisha, the son of Shaphat, remains on him today. You see, anytime there's a problem, do you know they attack the church? Anytime there's a problem, they attack the church. Listen, if you see people attacking the church, don't join them all. When you see people passing comments about the church, passing comments about tithes, passing comments about men of God, don't go and join them. When there was COVID issues taking place, the people they were arresting, there were politicians who were doing Western, but it was pastors who were finding their way to the courts and to uh, prisons and to jails. They always attack the church. So, no matter what, even if you don't understand the case, defend the church. If you don't understand the case and you think in your mind, we should blame the church. As soon as you're about to blame the church, change your mind, defend the church. 
Because when you attack the church as well, know that Satan is using you. You need deliverance. You need deliverance. Amen and amen. He went after the prophets of God. He, these are people who are killing their own children. And instead of punishing them, you are looking for the prophets. But then, that is it. Prophetically speaking, that is what happens to the church. Anytime there is adversity, people turn their eyes and their gaze on the church. And there are two kinds of eyes. There are those who turn their eyes to the church for hope. And there are those who turn to their, their, their eyes to the church for hate. For hate. Those who turn to the church for hope, they are the ones that God begins to intervene in their lives. Those who turn for hate, their judgment comes. Their judgment comes. So God do so to me, and even more also, if the head of Elisha, the son of Shaphat, uh, remains on him today. The Bible says, let's, let's continue. And Elisha was sitting in his house, and the elders were sitting with him. And the king sent a man ahead of him. But before the messenger came, he said to the elders, "Uh, Do you see how this son of a murderer has sent someone to take away my head? (laughs) Look, when the messenger comes, shut the door and hold him fast at the door. Is it it not the sound of his master's feet behind him? Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Is it, these are very good, uh, these are very good protocol people. He said, I shut the door behind him. Look, it is not every time that you should expose your man of God to people. Oh. No. It's not every time. So, oh, if God is protecting him, then no, 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 no. There are times when God will release angelic protection. Sometimes it is human protection. What are you talking about? Even Jesus Christ, the Bible says he's escaped from their midst. You are there saying that, oh, Ah, a man of God shouldn't have armor cars. Yes, a couple of weeks, a few weeks ago, one man of God was, 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 was attacked. About 20 gunmen holding machine guns and they were firing into the skies. And Toraja was with him from the airport. They were firing hundreds of rounds of bullets. Hundreds of rounds. Just because they hate him. They don't even know him. They don't even know him. So if you are a, a member of a church, you should help your pastor because their hate against men of God, against people who are making impact in the kingdom of God, it is great. It is great. The battles are strong. Don't come and join the battle. Don't come and join the way. Don't come and join the problem. Rather help in the house of God. Help in the house of God. The battle that we are going through is not, you see, what we are doing over here is just one face of the work of God. It's just one face of what is happening in the realm of the spirits. So, if you're a church member, be a good church member. Be supportive. Be helpful. Anything that the church is doing, get involved and supportive. He said, I shut the door behind, shut him out. Is the feet of his master. Meaning the master has sent to come and inspire on him and make sure that he's there. So that when he comes, they come and take off his head. The Bible said that they did according to that word. Hmm. Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Let's look at the next verse. And while he was still talking to him, there was the messenger coming down to him. And then the king said, surely this calamity is from the Lord. Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? So he was, he was saying that the problem, the calamity that Vestal were going through, he was even accusing God. So why should I wait for the Lord any longer? Now let's, let's continue on in the next chapter. So, 
So it continues in the next chapter. So now we are in the verse 1 of 2 Kings chapter 7. Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. In a time of difficulty, you need a prophetic word. In a time of problems, you need a prophetic word. Many people don't know how to take advantage of the prophetic grace in an atmosphere. But the prophetic holds the answers to life's problems. The prophetic holds the key that opens difficult doors. But many of God's children are not able to take advantage of it. And so they miss out on the word. He said, hear the word of the Lord. Hear the, what the Lord is saying. Thus says the Lord, tomorrow about this time, a seer of flesh shall be sold for a shekel, and two seers of barley for a shekel at the gates of Samaria. He was saying that all of a sudden things are going to change. Can I speak into your life tonight? Only any suffering that you are going through, any shackle that you are going through, all of a sudden you are going to experience a change. God is going to bring sudden intervention. Those who used to laugh at you will be celebrating you. Those who are mocking you will be sharing your testimonies with you. Am I prophesying to you? Receive the intervention of God. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, he said, tomorrow about this time. So an officer on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, look, if the Lord will make the windows in heaven, could this thing be? So he himself recognized that the reason for what they were going through was because the heavens were closed. So he knew that if the heavens opened and the windows of heaven opened, things will be different. I decree and I declare any reason for your sweats. May that sweat be taken away. I said, may that sweat be taken away. I said, may that sweat be taken away. He said, tomorrow about this time, the prophetic began to move. Let's take a quick look at the scripture in Haggai. Haggai chapter number one. Haggai chapter number one. We want to pray and release some open heavens, but I want to get the picture of how the closed heavens look like. In the Haggai chapter one, the verse number three, then the word of the Lord came to Haggai, the prophet, saying, Is it time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses? And, um, Panel house and this temple to lie in ruins. Now, therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Consider your ways. Now, this is so, so instructive because it tells us that whatever they were going through, they were part of the problem. Consider your ways. If it was just God, you'd have said, that, oh, God will consider his ways. But he's telling them that the reason for your situation is your ways. A lot, m- many at times many people are not responsible enough to take responsibility for whatever they are going through is that consider your ways consider your ways tell somebody consider your ways if the person doesn't like you still tell the person as i said, tell the person consider your ways if the person doesn't want to tell you anything you should know that the person is hiding something tell the person consider your ways why you know me <laughs> hallelujah why are you you know me consider your ways consider your ways is that you have what was he talking about he now begins to give us details he said you have so much and you bring in little you eat but you do not have enough hmm. you drink but you are not filled with what we drink you clothe yourselves but no one is warm hmm. 
And he who earns wages, earns wages to put in a bag with holes. In other words, no matter the money that comes into your hand, the money does not remain. Every time it's as though you are in lack. Every time it's as though there's not enough money. Every time it's as though you are just always waiting for the next batch of money to come. Because nothing seems to remain on you. Anusha kaparatasie kapalandaya. Turmo sipatele gumasandie kapaladigaya. Anyone that is going through this picture of life. May God bring a sudden turnaround. May God bring an intervention into that case. In the name of Jesus Christ. But remember, consider your ways. They were going through financial difficulties. And he's telling us that it was because of their ways. It's because of their ways. It's because of their ways. Some of us, the reason why is as though we are never having enough is because of the things that we do. When we get money, what do we do? Or what do we do even with our time? We waste our time on anything except the profitable ventures. Consider your ways. Consider your ways. Consider your ways. When you get extra time, is it the time that you are chatting up girls that you know you are no you are not going to marry? Consider your ways. When you have extra time, is it about watching certain movies uh, which are not going to add any benefit to you? Consider your ways. When you get time, if, if you have a business, what do you do with the spare time that you have? Consider your ways. Consider your ways. Consider your ways. Consider your ways. Consider when God brings money into your hand, how do you spend that money? Consider your ways. When you, uh, you, you, you have a little money, what kind of budget do you draw? Consider your ways. Consider your ways. Consider your ways. You know that your budget is a gary budget, and yet you are always living like a fried rice person. Consider your ways. Are you understanding me? Oh, everybody is doing bone straight hair. But madam, your own is not bone straight hair pockets. Yours is a 15 Ghana CD one. Go and buy that one use for the meantime. Consider your ways. Consider your ways. Oh, this particular hairdresser, they say she does very well. But you know she does well by her charges. Somebody comes to park their car and they go inside. You to you walk and you go inside. Are you the same? Consider your ways. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. It looks like the church is not excited today. Consider your ways. Consider your ways. Are you understanding me? Is it, these are some things that we need to really look at. Because if you look at it, when you study the Bible, God makes supply available for everybody. But why is that some are always in lack? And to think about it, I realize that it is very true. Because when I was even receiving uh, less than 20 Ghana cities or 10 Ghana cities as income, there were people who were receiving 100 Ghana cities and yet they would still come and take a loan from me. Their parents were, were wealthier and were doing better than I, 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 my parents were doing. And they were receiving more money than my parents were giving me. And yet, their money will get finished before my income gets finished. When they can walk to faculty, then they are taking shelter. Consider your ways. Glory to Jesus Christ. Your money is short, short money. But because you have some friends who are always taking Uber, you put on your lipstick and you call, you, the Uber, you dial the Uber number. Consider your ways. Consider your ways. Amen and amen. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not prophet. I'm prophesying you. Ah, consider your ways. Tell somebody consider your ways. Consider your ways. He said, you have so much and you bring a little. You eat and you don't have enough. You drink but you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourself and no one is warm. You earn wages and start putting money into a bag of holes. That said the Lord, consider your ways. He says it again. So consider your ways is a prophecy. Oh, as for this you receive. Uh, I said consider your ways. <laughs> Young lady. The way you are hanging your head on your hand, you to consider your ways. Consider your ways. Tell somebody, consider your ways. The person doesn't believe your prophecy, but you are telling the person the truth. Consider your ways. He said, you are building for yourself paneled houses, whilst my house lies in ruins. He said, consider your ways. Consider your ways. So go up to the mountains and bring wood and build a temple that I may take pleasure in it and be glorified, say the Lord. You look for much, but indeed it comes to little. But when you brought it home, I blew it away. Why, says the Lord, because of my house that is in ruins, while every one of you runs to his own house, therefore the heavens above you withhold the dew. So that's a picture of closed heavens. Are you saying, I'm just trying to let you understand something over here. Why the Lord is giving us this prophetic word, open heavens, open heavens. If closed heavens gives us a picture of lack, scarcity, and want, then open heavens must be talking about supply. I said it must be talking about supply. It must be talking about divine intervention. It must be talking about abundance in our lives. You need open heavens. You need open heavens. You need open heavens. Say, Father, give me open heavens. Say, open up my heavens. Say, say, Father, show me what to do to open up my heavens. And indeed, there are things that you can do. Why? Because it says, consider your ways. Meaning, if the, the thing that they were doing was the reason for their closed heavens, then there are other things that they can do to open up their heavens. To open up their heavens. And that is going to be the subject of our prayer tonight. That God will open up our heavens. God will open up our heavens. Within the time of scarcity and lag, within the time of economic downturns, God can still bring help your way. That, that is my simple message tonight. Where it will not be as though you are, you are, you are, you are working and receiving a salary and putting into a bag of holes. That your heavens will be open tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. May God open up the heavens and God begin to bring help which you least expected. This morning I was telling you about how God sent ravens, ravens, these are selfish animals, to bring bread and to bring supply to the man of God. That is because of open heavens. While the heavens of everybody else in the area was closed, the heavens of this man of God was open. Prophetic interventions. Tonight, God is going to open up your heavens. I said, God is going to open up your heavens. How do you open up your heavens? Connect to the altar of God. 
Connect to the altar of God. Connect to the altar of God. Let your altar connection be real. Get a fine working fire branded altar and connect to it. He said that my house is in ruins. My temple is not looking beautiful. And yet you are trying to build for yourself. Your heavens will be closed. So God is telling us that our individual prosperity is connected to the prosperity of the church. Listen, in these times that we are living in, you need a format to live on. You need a format. You need a formula. And the formula is not a natural formula. It's a spiritual formula. And the formula that God gives us from his word is a formula of wisdom which is guided by his house connecting to the altar of God. Connecting to the altar of God. Because it is at the place of the altar that covenants are cut. So the altar of the Lord is the place where he has placed his name which is also the representation of the covenants that he has with us. The covenants of the Lord. He said my house is in ruins. My house is in ruins. And so, because you are not considering it, maybe it is not because they were not considering, they thought, oh, it was not necessary, or they thought it was not time. It is an easy mistake to make. But then you see, I tell people something. There are no shortcuts in the spirit. You can trick me, but you cannot trick the Holy Spirit. You cannot trick the anointing. You cannot trick the realms of the spirit. Consider your ways. Consider your way. You cannot, no, 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 no. You cannot hide from the Holy Spirit. You see, what you don't do, even if you do, you don't do it ignorantly, it will still affect you. It will still affect you. So, get knowledge. My people perish for lack of knowledge. My people perish for lack of knowledge. He said, because you have rejected knowledge, I have rejected you. And I have forsaken your children. They know not. Neither do they understand. All of them walk in darkness. He said the foundations of the earth are out of course. And because of that, they die like men. They die like men. It could have been an easy mistake. They were probably saying that, oh, let me concentrate on my building. And when I'm comfortable enough, let me concentrate on my business. And when everything is okay, then I can come and give the surplus to the house of God. You see, the world will teach you to turn things upside down. They will tell you that think about your house first and then think about the house of God second. Think about your family first and then think about the kingdom of God second. Why? They are turning the thing upside down. It is that see first your own and your own righteousness or seek first your family your family righteousness but seek first what the kingdom of god and his righteousness is that all these things shall be added unto you there is a formula which formulas are you living by are you living by the babylonian system or you are living by the heavenly system when it comes to finances there are two systems that are in operation on the earth the system of the kingdom of god and the babylonian system which is the natural order of things uh, buy and trade and then make profits and then you are going through normal business uh, working your staff and then you are being paid at the end of the month babylonian system babylonian system uh, uh, is like the egyptian system it puts you in slavery so, in the, the children of Israel, they were slaves in Egypt, and they were building for Pharaoh. Building for Pharaoh. So, the, what were they doing? Building pyramids. You know, sometimes people talk about MLMs, uh, multi-level marketing, uh, network marketing, and uh, some of these uh, um, 
what is it called? This, uh, uh, Ponzi schemes. And he says it's a pyramid structure. Everything is a pyramid. Everything is a pyramid. Go and ask Bank of Ghana. Who receives the biggest salary over there? <laughs> it's at the top. It's at the top. Go and ask uh, the, the, the uh, petroleum authority. Who receives the biggest salary over there? Go and ask our whole setup, the, 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 the governmental working systems. Is it the, 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 the ants at the bottom who are always working? <laughs> or is it the MPs and the ministers? So, it is an Egyptian Babylonian kind of system. And that is how things are run in this world. And so when you run in this world, in, you run it like this, you consider yourself first because already it will not be enough for you. It is actually a system that enslaves people. And so the people must work for those who are at the top. They work for those who are at the top. In these days when we are talking about a fuel precious, do you think that the, 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 the Flagstaff house or the Jubilee house or whichever house it is, do you think that they are feeling it? They are rather fueling V8s and going for tours. No, I'm just trying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not uh, trying to shade anybody. I'm just trying to state facts. State facts. If I come to your own private companies, you know, private people thought I have not seen. I'm coming to you. I'm just trying to explain to you the natural system that is operating. It's a Babylonian system. It enslaves people. And some people may think that, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm self-employed. No, 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 no. You're also in the system. You're also in the system. Look at the system of taxation. You be paying levies, taxes, AMA, watch, watch, G, GRA, different, different things. Even to get an electricity meter in Ghana. Oh, what are you talking about? Hey, <laughs> it is serious. Oh. Even even to get it's not meter that you it's miracle meter where you not be paying anything. Every you have to pay for the electricity I use. But to get that thing and attach, and they even tell you that it's the property of the government of Ghana. It's not your your property. <laughs> the meter belongs to the government. Am I lying? It belongs to ECG. Hmm. So, if you are moving from the area that you are going, you are not permitted to carry it just like that. You have to pay sometimes as much as 5,000 Ghana cities per meter. It's a system, a Babylonian system. So, even when you are working for yourself and you have your own money, the system finds ways to draw it away from you. There's nobody who can have money and the money will stay with the person. So, it's always taken from you. It's a Babylonian system. It enslaves. It's an Egyptian system. It enslaves you to work for it. To work for it. To work for it. You see, but there's another kingdom, another system, which is a liberating system. And it is the, it is the kingdom of God. And at that, in, in that kingdom, he brings supply to you. You are not understanding me. You are not understanding me. He gives rain. He said, I will open unto you what? My good treasure. 
to give rain to your land in his season. <laughs> when has the government of Ghana brought you a check that will take? National cake. Said, we all need a bite of them before you get the bite of this national cake. Eh? This national cake that we are talking about, you have to stop talking like that way. National cake. Master, no, it's just a cake for those at the top. Are you understanding something over here? So, you need to wake up and change the system that you're functioning. I'm, I'm just trying to, all I'm saying is just to prove a certain point, that you need a format to live in this world. You need a certain formula, a certain format, a system, a certain means of oppression. Don't know just the Christian who is kabe, 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 kabe. In the midst of your kabe, you know what you are doing. And you see, I could stop this and then we'll, I'll lift up some prayer topics and then we'll pray, 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 pray. But I don't know. I feel God wants people to have understanding. When you get and listen to me, what is going to work over here is not prayer, it's teaching. So it is either teacher did to get well. So it's teaching. It's teaching. It's teaching. If you are going to survive this storm, it's teaching. Somebody just waking, oh, Papa, come and lay hands on me. No, 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 no. I can lay hands on you, get money tomorrow, but that money will not, it will not continue. You see, the heavens, open heavens that I'm talking about, I'm talking about continuous open heavens, consistent open heavens, sustained open heavens. You need knowledge. You need knowledge. You need knowledge. May God deliver you from the Babylonian system. And listen to me, and it's something that you keep working at until you are totally free. So it's not just one giving. No, you work because it is a, a working in a way that it wants to draw you in. It wants to push, it's always pulling you in. They've set the system. Eh? When I came out of school and I started seeing life, I saw how the system was. I was like, ah, if you are not, every time you are not careful, you enter into entanglements. Every time you enter into entanglement. You said, oh, I'm coming. I don't want to work for anybody. So I'm resigning to one side of my office. You start and see what is waiting for you. Some people, somebody was telling me how he grew an Instagram page for his business. And just one day, Instagram said, oh, no, we don't, want, we don't like the way you are doing your things. And they closed down everything. <laughs> they close it down and now you have to start again from scratch one follower three followers, five followers I wonder whether they've still be able to recover yet so you need to be a consistent operative of the kingdom of the system of the kingdom of God operate it and build it, and build it till you are totally free from the kingdom of this world. You are totally free from this. And until you have gotten to the place of financial freedom, you don't stop. And even you don't stop when you get there because you can always keep going forward. You can always keep getting bigger and bigger. You know what I mean? Some people made, they, they got a revelation once, they acted on it once, they got one miracle once, and then they stopped working it. No matter how old the pipe is, if you disconnect it from the reservoir water, it will run dry. There will be no water in it. 
So it's a system. It's a system. It's a system. So Matthew chapter 6, Jesus <laughs> begins to teach us. And he said that you cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot have two masters. Either you love one and hate the other. Or you love the other and hate the other one. Hate the other and love the other one. So it's just going to be a mix. So there are two systems. So you cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot serve God and mammon. And then he began to tell us about the cares of this world. He said that we are looking for clothes. We are looking for what to eat. We are, we, are, we are worried about so many things. Why? Because that is a normal system. He said the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. And then he comes to the verse 33 of Matthew chapter 6. And teaches us how to reverse the system. How to reverse the system. So he said, seek first. Seek first. Seek first. Seek first. Don't get worried so much. You see, that's in this system, don't get worried about what you do. Get concerned about the kingdom. Get concerned about the kingdom. And then when you get concerned about the kingdom, the kingdom will say that, ah, this is a citizen. This is a citizen. This is a citizen. Let us reward our citizens. Say all these things. What are these things? The things he spoke about earlier. The food that you eat, the clothes that you wear, the beauty that you are looking for. So that when you look for all these things, they'll be added to you. They'll be added to you. So at the end of the day, you don't go seeking after them. They'll be seeking after you. They'll be seeking after you. At that point, you say, Ha, ah, my heavens have opened. My heavens have opened. My heavens have opened. That's when you see uh, God sending gifts from left to right, left to right. Yeah, every day you wake up, some new miracle is happening because you have operated, you have opened a certain tap, a certain source of supply, a certain source of supply. And begin to work in this new system. Stir yourself up. Stand from where you are. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom. That is what opens the heavens. And that is what he was telling them in Haggai. Chapter number one. He said that if you now seek first the kingdom. You seek first my house. You connect yourself to the altar. Then things will begin to turn around for you. How do you connect to the altar? Prayer. 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 Get connected in prayer. As Jesus was praying. The Bible said the heavens opened up. Get an altar where you are connected to. Know what you are doing. Connect to the house of God through prayer. Connect to the house of God through prayer. Connect to the house of God through prayer. Don't be a prayerless Christian. Luke chapter 3 verse 21, 22. When all the people were baptized, came to pass. Jesus also baptized. And whilst he prayed, the heavens was opened. Whilst he prayed, the heavens was opened. Luke chapter 3 verse 21. You go to Luke chapter 9, verse 28 to 36 again. You see, whilst he was praying, the heavens opened up again. So prayer opens up the heavens. And in this season, one of the best things that you can ever do is to be a prayerful person. Be a prayerful person. Be a prayerful person. You know, sometimes some people, what they don't know, when it goes, things happen in your life. Let's say, for instance, you are at a workplace and then you are suspended. Don't take it as a suspension. Take it as a retreat time. Take it as a retreat time. God wants you to spend more time in prayer. Don't let the devil feel as though he has got you, you know. 
He has not gotten you. God has given you an opportunity to seek him first. To seek him first. Seek him in prayer. Seek him in prayer. Seek him in prayer. Seek him in prayer. And I know what I'm talking about. A lady was suspended. She came to talk, see me about the case. I said, oh, Madam, what is that? It is not a suspension. It's a time for you to seek him. So she started praying. She started praying more than she had been praying before. By the time she had finished the suspension, the suspension was, she was supposed to be suspended without salary. By the time I told her, Madam, your salary will come. Your salary will come. At the end of the month, when salaries were paid, salary came. Two days, she couldn't touch the money. She went to see her boss. Uh, this is what he said, but the salary came. The boss said, I use it for whatever you want to do with it. She had not been working, but the salary had been paid. Why? Because within that time, God decided to pay her. Seek first the kingdom. The kingdom paid her. The kingdom paid her. The kingdom paid her. Glory to Jesus Christ. It was in the midst of this, uh, uh, what's it called? So, so-called suspension. That was when she started seeking the kingdom. She brought me a prophet's offering, a prophet's seed, about two or three times. And then, boom, the heavens began to speak on her behalf. The heavens began to speak on her behalf. Listen to me. You need to connect yourself to an altar. Connect yourself to the altar through prayer. Connect yourself to the altar through your titan. Your titan. Malachi chapter number 3. Read from the verse 8 to the verse number 12. He said that you are cursed with a curse. You are cursed with a curse. And you are asking that why are these things happening to us? It's because there is a curse on you. Why? Because you are robbing me. Where without have we robbed you? He said you have robbed me with tithes and offerings. So tithes, offerings, tithes, offerings, tithes, offerings. This is not the time that anybody should withhold or withdraw himself from giving your tithes and your offerings. No, it will be the biggest mistake. Say you are cursed with a curse. For you have robbed me, even this whole nation. This whole nation. Glory to Jesus Christ. And then it goes to the verse number 10. It says that, bring all, how many? Some of you, you have, you have, you have, you have, you have, you have a side hustle apart from your main employment. You pay tight on your salary. But then your side hustle, it's, it's, it's you yourself and you. So, you are not paying all the tithes. Some of you people bless you. Or God sends bread from Baalshalisha. God sends 10 breads and you eat all. He said, oh, this one is my salary, so I don't have to pay tithes. Did he say pay uh, tithes on your income or on your salary? Do you know income is different from salary? So, income is inflow. Any inflow that you get. Any inflow that you get. Glory to Jesus Christ. I know it's a prayer meeting, but let's let's flow with the Holy Spirit over here. Bring all the tithes into where? Give us a scripture, please. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse of God. That there may be food in my house, says the Lord. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you what? The windows of heaven. Do you see open heavens over there? Do you see open heavens over there? You want the heavens to be open? Is that bring the tithes and offerings? All of it. Be diligent with it. You see, my finances started changing when I started looking at this scripture in a different light. I started taking it more seriously. So I started using a formula, a format 
a format. Open for if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing. Look at that. Such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. More than you can carry. This is called more than you can carry. This is called more than you can carry. So your tithes, your offerings, another area that people, a lot of people neglect is your prophet's seed. Your prophet's seed. There is a, one of the wealthiest pastors in Nigeria called Pastor Abiyomi. And he and his wife entered into a ministry in poverty. The Lord told him to go and start his church in Port Harcourt. He said, oh, Port Harcourt of all places. The Lord said, go and start in Port Harcourt. They were so poor that his wife did not have an account because her account had gone dormant. <laughs> There's nothing going in, nothing coming out. He himself did not have an account. I was like, God, this ministry of poverty, I don't know how I'm going to survive in this ministry. So one day he took a book from uh, written by Gloria Copeland, then got the will of God is prosperity. So as he was reading and meditating on the word, he was reading and meditating on the, on the teachings from the book. The Lord began to speak to him. The Lord began to speak to him. And the Lord spoke to him and said that, who is the one that blesses you? But God started talking to him about he had been giving his tithes, he had been giving his offerings, but then he was still not breaking through. Many people don't know that what actually breaks you through is a prophet's seed. Tithes and offerings will prevent you from entering into recession. So all of you have been tithing. You realize that even though there will be economic storms, you will always be getting at least what to take you through. What to take you through. What to take you through. But you see, for you to enter into the explosion is the seed. Is the seed. Is the seed. Is the seed. So God spoke to him. Who blesses you? He said, Bishop David Odepo is my father. He's the one who blesses me. He said that he's the one that you should sow your prophet's seed to. He said, as at that time, he had 50 naira. That was all that he and his wife had. It was a sacrificial giving, 50 naira. He said he put it in an envelope and he knows himself. So he gave it to his wife. He said, Madam, keep it whenever we get the opportunity to go to bishops. Hey, this is all that we have. I said, Madam, I'm the man of the house. Put it there. He has given it out. They could not even board a vehicle to go to where he was. Because even to board a vehicle would be more expensive than the 50 naira. He said that as soon as he had done that, two hours later, somebody came to him and said, ah, Papa, God has blessed me <laughs> 10,000 naira. I'm coming to give you 2,000. Right after that. <laughs> after, if you have not seen anything yet. In less than a month, he got, somebody came to give him 1 million naira. <laughs> Just like that. A deeper life pastor and his wife who had just come to town. They said that God said that there's a man of God in town. Go and give him a truckload of food stuff. They came to pack it. He had never met them before. And then they came to offload all the food. He said, God said that we should pack all every, the food in our house and put it. There's a man of God in this town. I want you to go and give it to him. That's how he came. He started coming out of his poverty. Coming out of his poverty. And he said that the Lord said that he should continue. The more he sows into it, so he has a, a, a safe, he, has, he pays his tithes, he pays his offerings, and he has a safe for his prophecy. A safe. Do you know what a safe is? A place, a, 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 a locked container where 
you hide precious things. So he has a safe way he gives his prophecy. You go and hide it over there. And so he gets to the amount he wants and he goes to give it to his man of God. One day, Bishop Oedipo, the Lord told him to take two million naira and go and sow it to see in the life of his prophet, uh, uh, Papa Copeland. By the time he came back to the office, somebody had come to him with a check of two million dollars. Who blessed you? Was he the one who went to bless his prophet or his prophet, prophet blessed him? The prophecy. Glory to Jesus Christ. It opens up the heavens. I'm talking too much. Oh, you already know it. <laughs> Zechariah chapter 8 verse 12. Zechariah 8 verse 12. Glory to Jesus Christ. Zechariah 8 12. Let me show you a scripture and then we'll pray. Maybe we'll not pray. We'll just say a short prayer and then we'll close and go. <laughs> For the seed shall be what? Shall be what? Oh, if we are not. For the seed shall be what? So prosperity is connected to the sea. The vine shall give its fruit. The, the ground shall give her increase. The heaven shall give you dew. And I'll cause the remnant of these people to possess all these. The seed shall be prosperous. Look, I started seeing a new phase of financial explosion when I started sowing seeds to, into the life of my father, Reverend Bempa. It was then that people started giving to me at a certain measure. And so then people were not giving people, oh, oh, 50 Ghana, take 100 Ghana, take 20 Ghana, take, yeah. It's not any proper money that I can do anything proper with. The Lord started speaking to me. And I went to sow. In fact, this place that we are, we are, it is the product of seed sowing in the life of this man of God. So, there's nobody who can convince me that this thing doesn't work. There's nobody who can convince me that this thing doesn't work. If you try, I'll call you a witch. You are my before. You want to close up my heavens. Connect to the altar. Through your tithes, your offerings, your prophet seeds, your seeds of prayer. You see, prayer. There are people who sow and they don't pray. It will not help you. And uh, the worst are the people who pray and they don't sow. Many years ago, I was part of the prayer warriors in my local church, Assemblies of God. And one thing I observed when I joined the church was I realized that it's as though that all the poor people are, in, are part of the prayer warriors team. We never have prayer warriors meeting and people come and cast. All of us are coming so far walking. I said, what? And I will be praying for the rich people. <laughs> now God bless them, work up their hands. Bless them so that they can come and bless the church. I said, ah, no, not me. Not me. Not me. I said, I'm going to be a rich prayer warrior. So I was hungry for this. And then God started. You see, when you are hungry for something, God exposes you to the knowledge for it. Because I noticed that. I said, ah, what is happening? The prayer warriors 
spiritual bulldozers. Gundaka, gundaka, bingata, gundaka, gund. There was a time we prayed for about some 21 days every day from 12 a.m. to 3. A few declarations. Some pastor will be leading us. Said that, oh, let me want to make a few declarations. Few declarations. Like two hours. A few declarations. <laughs> a few declarations. I go and think. There are times that we pray, I'll, get, I'll go outside and I'll be fuming. <laughs> Don't worry. I am, you are reaping the seed. <laughs> A few declarations. An amazing thing. None of us who were praying for the church. We're praying for the finances of the church. Any evil wind that blows the oh, and none of us had even a bicycle. I don't know whether the anybody over here was part of the few declarations. Hmm. Listen to me. If you are going through some fight, you, you, you have to fight it all. Poverty, the Bible says, is like an armed robber. That's how the Bible describes it. It said poverty shall pounce on you like an arm robber. So you fight. What do you do with arm robbers? You play with them. So you fight poverty. You fight poverty. Tooth and nail. Tooth and nail. You have come from a poor background and you are there weeping and crying. You better wake up and start fighting. Wake up and start fighting. Work it. Work it. Work it. Don't work it one day and stop. Work it and work it and work it until you break you break it off totally. When you break it off totally, heavens keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Dangerous seeds, sacrificial seeds. Some of us, we've never gotten to the point where we can even give our all. Give our all. And if we get to give our all crap, we'll do it skirmishly. And we want to do it once. But see, sacrifice brings the glory. Sacrifice brings the glory. Sacrifice brings the glory. He said that, test me with this. Test me. When a God says that, test me. Do you know what he's trying to say? When a spirit, deity, Say that, test me and see. Test me. I said, Somisha. He has put his integrity on the line. Test me nowadays. Well, I'm, I'm taking my time. When I go, we'll not pray and we'll go. Because I think I'm delivering the prophetic mandates. So they told me, open heavens. I was looking for the points. He said, I'll go. You speak. Test me with this. Start giving sacrificial seeds. Giving sometimes 100% of everything in my account. Sometimes 80%, sometimes 60%. I'm giving like that. Giving like that. People thought I had a lot of money. They didn't know I was sacrificing. But I told myself at my youthful days, when I'm under 30, there were times for me to be sowing my seeds for the future. Sowing my seeds for the future. Sowing my seeds for the future. 
I just entered into my early 20s and I caught this revelation. As a student, I'll be, I was taking student loan and I'll take all my student loan and go use it to pay up the seed. So seed, you are wiser than me. So you are keeping your money and enjoying it. But me, a foolish one, I have a house. I bought cars. You see, the Bible said the wisdom of God is greater than the wisdom of men. The Bible said even the foolishness of God what are you talking about? I say, No, no, the other one. Okay, Sebi. Sebi. Oh, sweet. Say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Are you understanding me? See that the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. I'm teaching wisdom one time. I'm teaching wisdom. Whether I believe it or not, I'm teaching wisdom. Huh? Don't be there. Give me, give me, give me. Every time you are waiting for somebody to come and give to you. No. Be giving conscious. Be giving conscious. Be giving conscious. Be giving conscious. Many of us are, all of us who are here. All of us are young over here. All of us, we have have not gotten to the point where we are born for crap. You understand me? So, it's still within the time that we have to be Giving out, we have to sow in our seeds. And you know, amazing thing the Bible says, as long as the heavens and earth remain, there's seed time and harvest. So, there's something about this principle. Whilst you think you are sowing, your harvest actually is coming. Your harvest is actually coming. Your harvest is actually coming. Make sure be seed conscious. Seed conscious. Pastor Eben, you should be preaching this message to people who have a lot of money because we, uh, no, 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 no. This message is for those who don't have a lot of money. Let me give you one last one and then we are out of here. Elijah. Elijah. After. After the ravens had served him and the brook had run dry. The Lord said that there is a certain widow I have widow I have told that to take care of you. He didn't say that a certain great woman, a certain widow. When he got there, the woman was just on the verge of going to die. She was picking two sticks. She said, I'm going to use it to prepare. These are my two firewoods. So the poverty is not lack of money. It is inside the head as well. You have got free time and you have the strength to gather wood. Why don't you gather the one you use and then the one you sell? 
So you see, the devil, when he wants to destroy you, he destroys you in and out. He spoils your inside. Some people make the devil make you feel as though there's nothing important that I'm a you. And it changes your mentality about yourself. But when God is bringing intervention, he sends a prophet. And after I said, ah, he said, give me water. I said, oh yes, master, I'll give you water. He said, on your way to get the water, get me some cake. <laughs> uh, man of God, the format man of you. I don't know that tells you that if it's something we are about to tell you people to give offerings, you see the disclaimer that will be, will be given. The disclaimer. Formats. Because, if I can say prophet, I'm teaching you the truth. When you stop operating it, it stops working. It stops working. It stops working. Can I shock you over here? With every wealth that you get, every substance that you get, there's a portion for your prophets. Oh, I give my tithes. That's a different giving. I give my offering. That's a different giving. Paul said that he did not speak to you of an account of wants. No. It's not because I need anything from anybody. Because every day we are given. Every day, every day, there's something that leaves us. God. But then this is the secret that is hidden in the word of God. The woman, when she heard the case, she said, Lord, my dear, what can we do? How is it? Well, we wait to meet him. Let's bring meet him. What are the It's simple. So you see, yes, when you want to, you want to, you want to you bite the broom. Yeah? You bring, no, no, cut the broom. I'm teaching you a new one. You are there. We go on to go with the old wine. Continue. Old manner. Me trouble she casts an enormous person. Oh, dear, that done an enormous one. Okay, we are supporting me. I'm a link of baby. Ah, Charlie, oh, a poor Jessica. Amen and amen. Is it? Is a prophet. The thing you are asking, if I wish I had that, I'll give it to you. He said, but what I have is little. I will just prepare it for me and my children, and then we die. He said, go ahead. Do what you are, you are going to do, but make it for me first. In our dealing with social media, hey, evil prophets, wicked prophets, evil prophets. He did not even care about the poor widow. And he has even put out his momo line. So now, I was in a certain powerful pastor's meeting and we're thinking about how we are going to start a certain church. And we said that quickly go and open an account in the name of the church. Because nowadays, when they see that it's your name on the account, on the thing, they don't want to give. And when they see that it's the organization, they will give. Now, many people don't want to give to a, a man of God. Many people don't want to give to a man of God. I mean, so give to the church. You see, oh yeah, I'm coming to give to the church. 
And because of that, even some men of God end up doing stealing the money because they are afraid to ask because they don't give it to them. They don't give it to them. I mean, you have seen it many, many years. I've seen people that say, "Oh, we are going to do this project." Oh, you see, and anyway, <laughs> some of them. So I want to do this. And the one this is a project. I want. The other they tell you that don't touch it too. <laughs> don't touch it too. Use <laughs> this for the project. But they don't know that they are depriving themselves from a certain line of prophetic release, of prophetic release, of prophetic release. That at time will fill me. I can show you testimony after testimony after testimony. Testimony after testimony after testimony. Glory to Jesus Christ. I said glory to Jesus Christ. Today it doesn't sound like a prayer meeting. No, don't worry. It's a wisdom meeting. <laughs> Amen. It's a wisdom meeting. How do you open the heavens and maintain their opening? Let the altar speak. Someone say, let the altar speak. The Bible says, after she had performed this act, can you give me this scripture? Is it second first Kings chapter 17? First Kings chapter 17. Look for that the verses for me. It should be somewhere down there. Uh, from probably around 16 thereabouts. Glory to Jesus Christ. The Bible says that when she had given and the prophet had eaten, the Bible says he declared that thus said the Lord. It was a, did you know, did you realize it was a time of the, the, uh, recession? There was famine. There was hunger. Economic downturn. But thus said the Lord God of Israel. The bin of flour shall not be used up. Nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. It was a time of economic instability, economic challenges, difficulties. She was ready to die. She was not going to chew her child like the other women. And she was going to die with them. Going to die with them. It is a prophecy. The prophet spoke. Let's continue. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and her household ate what? Many days. How many of you know have heard about the Great Depression? When there was an economic holocaust from 1929 to 1939. Ten years. When the Wall Street crashed for ten years, they could not tell head or tail about finances and it spread across the globe. Everywhere was suffering. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years. This issue, this thing that we are going through, we don't even see the end. If you are not careful, people realize ten years has come. Each year has not come. But the woman connected herself to the open heavens through the prophet of God, the representative of the altar of God. And for how many days? Many days. Many days. Many days. Many days. She, she and her household, meaning one person in a household acts, can bring salvation for the entire household. Many days. Many days. Many days. Let's, let's, let's look at the rest of that scripture. And then we are going to pray. Ha! Thank you. 
the bin of flour was not used up, nor the jar of oil ran dry, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. Oh, other benefits include divine preservation. A child died. The prophet brought the child back to life. Now I tell you something. The prophet could have brought the child back to life without her giving. But the multiplication would not have happened without it. There's a different oil for healing. And there's a different operation of financial prosperity. They are not the same grace. They are not the same grace. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www.ebenezaokronipa.com or call 0546-363957. God bless you.